Are you ready to live out loud with God? That's right, a good LOL. Then tune in to this season's LOL, where we will be transparent and provide guidance. Are you in need of healing and light? Love or good word? Realness and confidence, coupled with a good laugh. Good God. Then tune in to this season's LOL, where we will live out loud with God. Let's live and laugh together. What's up, y'all? We already laughing, okay? <laughs> um, I'm Tierra Bracey, and I just want to say thank y'all for listening to Agape Talks. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend, share the episode, go to our YouTube and subscribe and like. And I'm here with my two amazing, amazing hosts that I love so much. Yeah. With all that is in me, down to my toes, all the way up to my head. <laughs> Who I'm here with today. Welcome back, everybody. It is your boy, Rodney Price Jr. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of Living Out Loud with God. Hello, we are here, and I'm Caitlin Shepherd, and I'm so excited to be here to get into another topic. So, you know, let's get it. That's my line. We just love to get into it. Let's love to get into it, okay? Listen, today's topic is, um, you know... I don't have much to say because my feelings is in it, you know, but um, today's topic is about the waiting room, in mm. the waiting room. Yes. So what are you doing while you wait? But before we get into it, before I pass it to Caitlin, <laughs> I'm going to read the scripture. Um, Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Mm. With that, Caitlin, go ahead and let's talk about the waiting room. <coughs> so where y'all want to start? Because I think <laughs> we already, before, you know, we, we all agreed that waiting sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waiting is all, I mean... Yeah, it's not even fun. Like, my heart is beating, like, right now as I think about times where I've had to literally wait on the Lord to renew my strength. How I renew my strength when I'm weak in the waiting? Mm. Mm. I don't want to wait. <sighs> I, you know, you know? <laughs> I'm <laughs> right there with you. I'm right there with you. Um, Waiting is not fun. Like, ain't no part of waiting fun. Um... But there's a lesson to be learned mm-hmm. in waiting. Let's talk about the reward. The reward, <laughs> yeah. The reward, yeah. You know, um, our very first episode, um, Caitlin talked about the reward. Um, and that really resonated with me when when she said it. And I, after the show, I really thought about what is it that we get out of waiting? Even what do we get out of going through what we're going through, mm-hmm. right? Um, because we always say, like I just said, it's a lesson to be learned and you're waiting. Yeah. Okay. All right. We can see it. We can feel it. Mm-hmm. But what is the lesson? And um, I think one of the biggest thing is the lesson is it's different. You know, everybody doesn't have the same lesson. Some people, uh, you know, are already at a stage where they've been through that. They've gone through that. You know what I'm saying? And so there, there's another lesson for them to learn. Mm-hmm. 
but you are at where you're at, <laughs> right? And so, you know, um, it's, it's, it's easy to, to hear people or it's easy for people to tell you, oh, just keep waiting, just hang in there, it gets better, you know? Uh, but let's be real, that's not what you want to hear when you're waiting. Yeah. It's not what you want to hear when you're waiting. You need some type of a, uh, encouragement, some type of, of pick-me-up to say, hey, this is this is worth waiting on, right? This is this is worth waiting on. So um, I, I pose the question: um, When you're in the waiting room, right? Because uh, let's look at it this way: You're in a situation, right? And you're waiting on God to move. It's just like when we when you're sick, you go to the ER, right? right. You're in the waiting room. You're waiting to see the doctor. Our doctor just so happened to be Jesus. Okay, Dr. Jesus. <laughs> Dr. Jesus. Uh, so, I mean, what do you do when you wait on the good old Dr. Jesus? What do you do? Talk to us, Tierra. Come on. What do you do? You know, I, I, I'm in my waiting room right now. So, I just, honestly, when I'm waiting, I'm quiet. Mm. I do not say much because I don't want to let anybody in on what I'm waiting for or why I'm waiting for or why I should feel like I should have it because that's really the big thing about waiting is letting people in when you really should just be letting God in and letting those people in that he told you to let in, that said pray for you, that said walk with you, that said all of that. And so, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not struggling waiting right now. It's just that. I'm waiting down all the way to, I'm, 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 I know I got to wait. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to make sure I have the correct heart posture <laughs> while yeah. waiting. Because, like, this is huge. Mm. Like, what I'm waiting for, and I'll tell y'all later when it happened. Yeah. I'll tell my testimony later. But, like, while I'm waiting, I got my family on the line. It's just not me on the line. It's my kids, too. So for me, it's just like real personal, but I know it's going to be more and I know it's going to be better. I do know that. I know God promised me that, but I have to wait till he get it together. He got to get it together. (laughs) So it's just like, that's another thing. That's one thing. And then God was just talking to me about waiting for a husband or a wife. Mm -hmm. Um, For those who are out there right now that are single, don't be discouraged if you see other people in a relationship. You do not know what people go through in their home for you to crave something else, Mm. right? And while you're waiting on your husband or your wife, get yourself together so that you can be a loving husband and a loving wife and an honorable wife and an honorable husband, you know? So if you're listening today, hold on to my words because I know a lot of people that have been single for years and and you want to be with somebody, but maybe it's some things that you need to work on that you haven't addressed. And so... That's that. Wait. Wait. You spoke on heart posture. Um, and McKaylin, you you were very big on it. And so I just wanted to ask you, what like what what posture do you need to be in? Like when you're waiting, right? And and I mean, because like currently this is kind of where I'm at too. Like, you know, I, I feel like I have the right heart posture. But then again, it's like, mm, maybe I could do a bit better. Like, where, where do we need to be? For me, and I'm a un, y'all know I got, I'm an unpacker. <laughs> unpacking. So, 
there, I feel like perspective is really, we have to first change our perspective to know Mm -hmm. and go off of the word, not what we feel, not what's in front of us, the word. The word says that all things work together for our good. Mm -hmm. The word says that um, he causes us to triumph. You know, it's got so many scriptures that we can apply in the waiting room that I feel like will build our faith. And, oh, y'all said so much. My spirit is just, there is a certain, listen to this, because I heard it when you were talking to your, there is a certain weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, that comes with the weight. Yes. We understand that, whoo, it's okay if we cry because I feel like God is trying to get this out. It's heavy. Weight. The the weight of the weight is heavy. It is. But when you hold on to our strength with that 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 verse, you talk about being renewed like eagles. That strength makes us able to hold the weight yeah. while we wait. Yeah. Mm. So if we can grasp our mind around just God wouldn't God wouldn't have us go through whatever obstacles that we faced while we wait. He wouldn't have us go through it if what's on the other side of us waiting mm-hmm. wasn't bigger, that more abundantly than we could ever ask or think. And so I think our perspective has to first be he got to wait. Mm-hmm. He like that's for him to carry. And what I can do in the waiting room is have my faith. I can, you know, call the word out to the enemy when he's in my mind trying to diverge me from waiting. Yeah. Put people around me that will encourage me to keep my faith. It's just so much that we can say that I'm just, I'm kind of tongue-tied and speechless <laughs> because it's just like, for me, I'm, if we could just change our perspective to know that it's it's not ours to carry. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what peace. <laughs> Oh, what needless pain we bear all because we don't carry it to him. Let him carry that weight. Yeah. And that, that has been my perspective in my own waiting room. And just, you know, it, it's, it's not mine to carry. You talked about the weight of the weight. Um, it's heavy. Whew. Y'all feel the <laughs> Jesus. Um... And that that weight, right, and not the W-A-I-T, but the weight is a is such a, a spiritual and mental battle. Yeah. Um, and I think that oftentimes we get so caught up here that we don't focus on what's going on in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Because we're so caught up in the mind, uh, yeah. um, and this is this is something that this is a revelation I actually had today talking with my pastor today, and that was my that was my revelation um, that I'm so caught up in my mind that I'm not focusing on the heart mm-hmm. and what God has placed in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you, you, you know what he said? I mean, you constantly see it and you yes, live it. Yes, but the, the thing about the enemy is, and like I said, 
our mind is such a, a, a playground for him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes we don't realize that the negative words that people have spoken can really affect us sometimes. Yeah. In a moment, you know what I'm saying? We think that it's water, you know, it's we're ducking this water and it roll off, and oftentimes it is. But sometimes when it comes from a specific person, oh. right, those people that we hold near and dear to our hearts, mm-hmm. you know, often what I've learned is the enemy can use or he will use those that are closest to you to try to deter you from where God is taking you to. One thing in that is that we have to understand is that we don't get to that place overnight. And we have to stop being such a microwave generation. And we have to understand that there is a waiting process. (laughs) W-A-I-T. And we have to be okay with that wait. Um, Sarah Jake Roberts spoke on waiting. And, no, I'm sorry, Pastor Stephanie spoke on waiting. Um, and, and one thing that really resonated with me with what she said was, um, God's timing is not ours. You know, even the, the length of the days, the length of the years, it doesn't amount to the time here on earth. And so we're always thinking that, oh, God is not on time. When in all actuality, it'd be every time, every other time. This man is on top. No, literally, I heard something. I don't mean to interrupt you, yeah. but our future is the past to God. Yeah. That's it. So, like, even understanding that perspective shift, because perspective if my future shift. is the past to God, it's already done. I just got to go through yeah. the process, yeah. the, the weight room. Keep going. That's so good. When, she, when she spoke on Woo. that, right, you know, McKayla, you just talked about perspective. Um, yeah. My whole perspective shifted. Yeah. Because I really had, you know, I oftentimes heard, you know, he's an on time God. Yes, he is. Yeah. Right. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, he's on time. You know what I'm saying? But I never really took time to dive deep into that. Yeah. And so when she said that, um, thank God for spiritual maturity and growth. Okay. I took some time to really dissect that. What does it mean for him to be on time? Because we're in the waiting room, we're like, where you, where you, where you at? Hey, my time. Right? Where, where you at? Where you at? Uh, where, where, where you at? Right? You, you know, you know how, you know how black people do. You know, so I'm around the corner, yeah, around and the they still at the house. Y'all know how we do. Yeah. Um, me. And so, you know, that's what we're thinking. You know, God pulling one on us, right? I don't know. But when you really dive into that, and you understand, uh, he's he's really. I'm not going to say an on time. He's an early God. Early God. And I say that because, like Michaela just told us, our present is his past, right? He's already put things in place for us for that specific moment. Yeah. He's moved on. He's moved Right? <laughs> because it's a, I go before you, right? I, I, I'm going before you to, the, to prepare that place, yeah. right? So... If he he can't really prepare a place for us, is he if he's sticking with us, he can't prepare a place. How is he gonna prepare? How if, if he's still there? You get what I'm saying? And so I, I'm just I'm trying to make it simple for y'all so that y'all can just really understand yeah. where we're coming from. He has to go before us, 
in order to put things into place, yeah. right? For us, to, so when we get to that hurdle, when we get to that situation, that specific cir- circumstance, there is already a fail safe in place, right? But it's about how we approach this situation in the waiting room. Here we go. How we approach that when we get to that. Are we going to allow our faith to work for us while we're in the waiting room? Mm. Are we going to say, God, I can't trace you, but I trust you in the waiting room? Are we going to rely on the prayers that we prayed before us? Are we going to rely on those generational prayers that have been prayed before us? Right? Those prayers from our grandparents, those prayers from our parents, our great great uh, grandparents, right? Are we going to rely on those prayers because those people in the past, they prayed. They have. They prayed. They have. They did. And so, are we going to rely on those prayers or are we going to listen to what the negative thoughts are? Yeah. Right? Are we going to get caught up in our feelings, our emotions? Are we going to get caught up in the waiting? Or while we're in the waiting, are we going to get caught up in prayer? Are we going to get caught up in believing in what we, what he said? Are we going to call those things that be not as though it already was? What are we going to do? So, <laughs> you know, we, we can't, we can't too much focus on, um, what's, what's happening now, mm-hmm. right? Because what I learned is when you get caught up in what's happening now, your perspective again begins to shift, yeah. but it's not shifting to where it should be. It's shifting to where the enemy wants you to be, mm-hmm. right? Instead of saying, I believe, we start to say, mm, I what don't know. What can I do on right? my own? Yeah. Like, how can I do figure, figure it out? And one thing we got to stop doing is that. Is that. <laughs> I mean, you I know, know, we get so caught up in saying, oh, I'm going to help God. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. that's the funniest thing as Christians that we do. Like, how am I help you? <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing that we do. He don't need our help. That's big Jesus. He don't need our help. Big God. Big God. And I honestly can say, like, while waiting, I've been better. I've become better. Mm. I've learned a lot. Like, sometimes God wants us to get our affairs in order. Not sometimes. Every mm-hmm. time you're waiting mm-hmm. is to get your affairs in order so you can be ready for the next level. Yeah. Whether that's teaching you how to save money. Yeah. Whether that's teaching you how to trust God more. Yeah. Whether that's teaching you to get your credit right. Yeah, whether that's teaching you to be in a quiet place so you can study his word. Mm-hmm. It's a list of things that you can say that you have learned while you're waiting. Yeah. If you take that time to reflect. But when you go out of order from with God, while you're waiting, sometimes you got to start over. <laughs> and I don't want to do that because I didn't have to start over. Because right. I didn't fail the test because I went before God. You know what I'm saying? And then when he bring it back and you do it his way, it's like, man, I thought I did this already. But then you learn something on that way back around. And so, like, I would definitely say waiting is worth the wait. Mm. It's, definitely it's worth the wait. You can renew your strength. You can keep your mind intact. You can keep your spirit, your heart. Your heart is your spirit, right? Your thoughts can literally destroy you, but your heart is going to guide you. Point blank. If you feel a heaviness in your heart while you're while you're waiting, but your mind is telling you to do something else and it don't agree, 
You know that ain't God. You know it's not God. If you know your mind is playing tricks on you. You mm. you you know it's the enemy. You you already know that because your heart is so heavy. Your spirit is. You are so confused and so conflicted during the wait because you want to move out of order. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like during that time with the wait, the wait. Work out. Work out in the spirit. You hear me? Get your weight up. Yeah, get your weight up. So you can put that, put, you can pick up the weight, renew your strength, yeah. do what you got to do <laughs> so you can move to this next level with grace, peace, mercy, and favor. And then most times when I'm waiting, I can honestly say I have built my confidence. See? That's it. And I walk, when I walk through this next door, my confidence is on a thousand because I studied the word. I prayed. I was studying that book. So I could, when I go into this meeting, I know what's up because God told me to wait here, but study here. Not just study his word, but study the content. Study what you've been called to do. Yeah. So when you walk into these places, you're already knowledgeable. God calls the unqualified. Yeah. Point blank period. I ain't never met, uh, yeah. I ain't never met God year. to call the qualified people. I, woo. You know, year. you got to grow there. And when you got to grow there, you got to wait there. Yeah. Period. That's so. So much beauty in that. Man. And I was going to say, um, that confidence is good. <laughs> <laughs> confidence is good, but I was also going to say, there's beauty in the way. Because like you said, it builds up. Certain, you learn how to save. Your faith gets better. Your confidence, everything. And I was going to say, it just allows you to be grateful for where you are mm-hmm. before he blesses you with that much that mm-hmm. he does say in his word that he's going to give once you're faithful over a little he gives you more, and I think that's where the savings and the faith and the working out get your weight up, so yo, so you can get your weight up. Yeah, yeah. get your weight up. Get your weight up. Another thing I want to throw out there too, um, and, and this is this is a big one. When you're in the waiting room, stop the comparison between you and others. Yeah. Say that. Stop the comparison between you and others, and here's why. You never know what a person went through to get to where they are. You never know how much somebody had to endure to have the amount of favor that they have upon their lives. You don't want these shoes. You, hey, I mean, you can't walk in my shoes, bro. Like, I mean, and you know, uh, again, I stress, we're all young, but... What I found is age, age does not matter in this thing. We have all been through so much. I'm talking about from adolescence to our teenage years, just in between that time span. We've all experienced so much um, that if a, a normal person right, who had everything already supplied and there for them, they wouldn't have been able to make it. They would have cracked. But our lives have been so uniquely, divinely purposed that God already said, like, these these are my soldiers. These These are my warriors, right? And so we, right, we've learned. uh, We we know we can't compare nobody. You know, we we can't compare ourselves to nobody because there aren't a lot of people who could endure what we've endured, right? I know what God called me to do, first of all. And that's it. Like, I know a guy. <laughs> That's it. Bro. Understanding your purpose. Um, and that can happen. I'm so glad Wait you said that. Room. That can happen you in can the waiting room. You get your purpose in the waiting room. 
That's the beauty of it. Understanding your purpose, And I man. got my purpose when I was waiting. While waiting. While I was waiting. Hey, that's it. So that's it. <laughs> don't compare yourself yourself to what you see others have or right. what you feel like uh, you should have or what you where you feel like you should be. I mean, listen, things happen in life. I always like to give people uh, this, this little testimony about my life. I was an AB honor roll student in school from kindergarten all the way up to about 10th grade. Second semester, 10th grade year, I, I, I love regular school, started school online because things happened at home. Felt like I needed to make money at home. You know, it's a lot. You know, that was part of my, my, my path, my walk. And so I was upset because when I went back to school senior year, you know, they said, oh, well, you don't have enough credits, whatever, your credits didn't transfer, so you'll graduate two years later. I had the opportunity to, one, focus on the negative thought of graduating two years later or apply my faith to, no, I'm finished with my folks on time and I move on with life. So I did not want to go get a GED because I worked hard Mm -hmm. for a high school diploma. I wanted my diploma, but that wasn't in the cards for me. Um, and at the time, I didn't understand, but I knew something needed to be done. So I went and got the GED. People, um, when I was getting ready to leave, I made the decision that I was going to get my GED. The school counselor said this to me. I do not give you my grace, mm. grace, to leave school and get a GED. You are not going to make it far in life. But I sit here today to say that not only do I have a GD. I have a whole Associates of Arts elementary education. I have a Bachelor's of Interdisciplinary Studies in Human Learning and Development. And I'm currently working on my Master's program for elementary education. So for somebody to say to me, and I, I don't say it to brag on myself, but I say it to brag on the grace of God. Right. His grace, not hers. His grace. Because <laughs> in the waiting room, right? And this has been a long time coming. But in the waiting room, I received so many gifts, yeah. right? Because I was faithful in the waiting room. Had I listened to what somebody said I couldn't do, had I listened to the negative uh, things that were being said and focused on the negative connotations of a GED, I would have never made it to where I'm at. It's okay to get a GED, guys. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Your path is your path. Push forward. Mm-hmm. But it took for me. It took for me to go. Say it, look, look, faith forward, right? But it took for me to go to this school that they was trying to send me to, y'all. For that principal of that school to tell me, she said, "I'm not going to let you in my school." And I looked at her like she was crazy. I'm like, man, why not? She said, because. You are going to do so much more once you get the GED. Had the opportunity to go to this place and make up the credits and all this. She said, "Mm -mm." she told me my my niece got her GED. All right. She said, my niece is currently on track to earning her doctorate degree. It's okay. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. You have got places strategically, places people in your line, right, mm-hmm. to help propel you forward. 
while you are in the, the waiting room. The waiting room, room. man. Woo-hoo. That's good. Oh. in the way. I, y'all helped me. <laughs> y'all helped me out so much um, to, you know, wait. I've been chilling, though. Waiting. You can also rest in the waiting room. Oh, please Say that again, you can rest in yeah. the waiting room. It's okay. He's going to take care of it. I promise. I mean, I was saying, you know. So we love y'all. Thank y'all so much. Wait on wait. You can call, baby. Don't let nobody tell you nothing. Hey. Grace. <laughs> God don't get, people. People don't have grace. God got grace, and He used exactly. people to give you grace. And grace His is positive. Grace, grace ain't negative. So you can't exactly. tell me nothing about that. I don't know where she at, but she just heard me today. Boom. And His rest. grace is sufficient, bro. You know, His grace is sufficient. Yeah. Three day of forty thirty one. We love y'all so much. Thank you for tuning to Agape Talk. Share, like, subscribe. You yep. know what to do. Don't forget it. We love y'all. Have a good one. Are you ready to live out loud with God? That's right. A good LOL. Then tune in to this season's LOL, where we will be transparent and provide guidance. Are you in need of healing and light? Love or good word? Realness and confidence coupled with a good laugh. Good God. Then tune in to this season, LOL, where we will live out loud with God. Let's live.